What's up, hybrids? Welcome back to another episode of the Phantom Hybrid Podcast. This is Hanako, and I'm here with Casey and Michelle, and we are discussing episode 20 of the final season of The Walking Dead. Um, so Pamela. She's starting to fuck with our people, man. <laughs> she needs to die. She ain't learned yet. She's starting to fuck with our people. So Carol is in the bakery. She's trying to collect some food for, you know, to meet up with the rest of them. And I'm going to say this. After the last episode, you know, we already know that Pamela has basically called all of them enemies to the state. Mm -hmm. Why are they trying to do this in broad daylight? Like, why are they leaving in broad daylight and doing all that stuff? That's what was confusing me because they took Rosita in the last episode. Then they come after Carol in this episode while she, like, I was like, why are we not sneaking around and doing this? Like, we still walking around like everything's hunky-dory. I was confused. I don't think at that point they realized they was getting snatched up. No, I don't think so either. Because they were snatching them. Like, because remember, she was just standing there talking to Ezekiel and she turned around and he was gone. But in so the last, but in the last episode, you heard on the um, on the loudspeakers on the, you know, where Pamela was saying these people are uh, considered enemies of the state. She was talking about all the people who were friends with Eugene Porter. So that's why I was like, why are y'all just like not trying to sneak out? I don't, I don't think know. they even even knew that was happening or heard that. That could have been all at the same time. But I just know you just can't mess with Carol. That's one person who will not be captured. No. I'm going to dance. You are not catching Carol. It it was funny because the way, so she's sitting there, she's talking, she's she's getting a little stuff and she hears footsteps behind her and she smiles and it's Ezekiel. And she's sitting there talking back and forth to Ezekiel, which I like the little gist of their conversation because it's like, you know, everybody's been so focused on the whole Carol and Daryl, will they, won't they? And I know there are people out there who didn't like Carol and Ezekiel together. I actually love them together. But I like that something as simple as this scene can make you realize, like, this wasn't a casual relationship for them. Like, they were together almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like, right. they were together long enough that she knows what his footsteps sound like. I'm just saying, you cannot like their relationship. Just give them a little respect. They were in it for the long haul and had Henry not died, I think they probably would still be together. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But anyway, even though they're not together, they still have a really great friendship, you know? And I just kind of like the little banter in this um, scene where, you know, she was like, didn't we already say our goodbyes? And he was like, yeah, but I thought you might need some more medical supplies. And they're just having a regular conversation. And she's like, oh, I left you some sesame bagels in the back. And you hear like some stuff in the background, but it doesn't sound like a struggle per se. You know, it just sounds like something might've dropped or whatever. And when she turns around, he is gone. I was like, how the fuck they get him out of there so quick? Cause I mean, he ain't the biggest person, but this is Ezekiel we talking about. He not just gonna fold up and let somebody take him. Right. Chloroform, or they could have needled they, they stood, yeah, they stuck behind, they came right behind him, which they should have did to Carol instead of coming towards you her. know, this is the thing. I think everybody in the Commonwealth, except for Lance, because Lance actually worked with her. Everybody in the Commonwealth, just like everybody everywhere, everywhere else, 
they underestimate this little silver haired lady. They look at the hair and they're like, oh, she's this little old lady. She she works in the bakery. She takes care of some of the kids. Oh, yeah, we're going to be able to go and like take her real quick. Y'all going to stop underestimating Carol. Y'all going to stop underestimating anybody, anybody who came in that group. Anybody who came in that group. That part. I mean, the children are a force to be reckoned with. So what makes you think you're going to take this woman? Carol? Mm -hmm. I was just like... Carol saved our group more than one time. Yes. Carol ain't nobody to be fucked with. Right. Period. Whether her ass is baking cookies, putting on the front, scaring shit out of little kids. Don't (laughs) fuck with Carol. Do not fuck... Sam could not eat fucking with Carol. You know what? I rewatched <laughs> that scene a couple of days ago, the scene where they were trying to escape and Sam freaked out because he kept flashing back to what Carol was saying. I was like, you know what? Carol was wrong as hell for that shit. Yes. I love her, but that was one of the times when I was like, Carol, you bitch. You didn't have to do I'm that sure, to that little I'm boy. I'm sure she didn't think it would be that bad. <sighs> but Sam was also one of the kids who needed a whooping and she whooped him. He got a verbal whooping. Well, he got you, a verbal whooping. I, you know, he acted right after that. He acted right after. That. True. Granted, he was scared of them, but he acted right. <laughs> yeah, but that whole Sam thing that we we could talk about that forever because that was a whole messed up situation anyway. And it wasn't until after she realized what was going on that she was like, "Oh wait, maybe I should have been nicer to him," you know. But anyway, hindsight twenty twenty, she was wrong for that shit. But anyway. They gonna learn to stop fucking with Carol, right? And they should have watched the montage in the beginning of the episode to know. <laughs> Had they seen that, they would have known. <laughs> they would have left her alone. But again, she, I mean, she. But that's Carol's strength. She mm-hmm. always presents herself as somebody that's not formidable. Right. That's mm-hmm. how she can get into spaces that other people can't get into. That's how she's able to observe things. That nobody else can observe because people are so unassuming about her. Because hell, even remember when she when they first went into Alexandria and they took all their weapons, how she was acting like she oh, this big old rifle, I can barely hold it. Girl, when I tell you when I saw that I was looking at the screen like, really, Carol? Like you don't know how to take the thing off. Girl, she's funny. She is funny. But in that's what that's part of her. Mm-hmm. Mystique, like, of course you don't think she a sharpshooter when, because you already know she a sharpshooter when once the end of the episode came. Because what? Correct. Mm-hmm. Please don't play with Carol. Don't play with Please her. Please do not play with her. Don't play with her. She That's has the one person set. on this show. She probably even worse than Rick. She worse than Rick. Don't fuck with Carol. Yeah, because you know yeah, Rick I, I is gonna so. come at you direct. Rick mm-hmm. is gonna come at you direct. Kara is going to sneak up. Oh, she's not, she not even going to sneak. She's just going to be there. So you unassuming. So unthreatening. I mean, you saw the way she looked when she realized what Lance had done as far as sending Daryl and Rosita. And she found out that that was something purposeful that he did. When she turned around, she looked like, oh, okay. I got you, motherfucker. I got your ass. <laughs> I, got you. I got you. But they're going to learn. They're going to learn. They're going to learn the hard way, but they're going to learn. Don't fuck with Carol. Mm-hmm. So anyway, 
these two guys come in trying to grab her. And of course, she starts throwing like the bakery rack. She hits one of them in the, in the neck with a bakery pan. Now, I'm going to tell you, I know I used to work in the school cafeteria. Those pans hurt. They hurt. I don't know how he got up after that. But yeah, they got up. They chased her. They chased her. They couldn't find her. She was hiding. And then she went to where Daryl and the kids were, where they were all supposed to meet. And of course, there's signs of struggle there. There's blood Mm -hmm. on the floor, on the ground, rather. And then you hear this grunt inside the building. And Daryl is on the floor being choked to death by one of the people. I'm like, you know what? When I saw this, I was like, how in the world did that? But you know what? We are, we tend to forget sometimes our people are only human. Mm-hmm. Like we're so used to seeing them kick ass in certain situations mm-hmm. that for, to see somebody have the drop on them, it's kind of like what the fuck. Because in my mind, it's like why Daryl ain't John with what you just like? <laughs> what is what is this? How you let him get on top of you? But he had the kids with him. Because yeah. mm-hmm. we know he had Judith with him because Judith was with him when they sent off. Uh, you know um Aaron and them so they could have all been with him or you know at least her and RJ were with him I don't know who else might have been with him but yeah he was probably trying to keep them from getting taken and they got him from behind mm-hmm. so he's on the ground struggling so he definitely with- ain't giving them up willingly oh no <laughs> no not at all right and that dude was trying I, w- I would give it to him he was giving it his best shot he was giving it his best shot. However, you know, I think one of the things that kind of, I mean, we know Daryl's not going to die, you know? So right. I think them releasing the spinoff kind of early kind of, you know, don't give you that. Oh, that sense of danger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, oh, he'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah, but he still can lose a limb, an arm, an eye. We don't know. They ain't got that much. They're they not going to pull for, he's not in the comics, so they're not going to pull nothing, lose an arm or nothing from that. No, they ain't able to do that one. No, and I don't. I don't think they would do that, Daryl. Anyway, uh, people no. will riot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So anyway, he's fighting with the dude. There's another guy on the ground who's already dead, and um, Carol ends up knocking the guy out, or not not knocking him out, knocking him off of Daryl, so Daryl can at least breathe. They can kind of attack him. But the guy, the dude that's dead animates and attacks the other guy. I'm like, wait a minute now. So there really is no like rhyme or reason as to how fast or how slow walkers turn because it's so random in so many different cases that it really makes me wonder if it has something to do with your DNA or your biology that determines how fast you turn as a walker. Or or is it does it have something to do with the way that you're killed? You know, it's just one of those things where it's like, dude, you couldn't have been dead no more than 10 minutes. Right, because Daryl had to kill him because that's when they were doing the struggle. So I don't know. It, it could be your chemistry, it could be your your blood circulation. Um look how long it took Sebastian to turn. Yeah, yeah like right. two days. Yeah. It took it took him a while. I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I think it was two days. It might no, have been. No, I'm like hours. literally joking. I'm oh joking. yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> it it probably was 10 minutes, but the way the scene carried on, it seemed like it was, you know, she had some time to right. grieve. I think I think right. it was a few, it seemed like it was a few hours for Sebastian. Mm-hmm. And you know, we've seen like yeah. a, you know, like we said at the beginning of the um show, Amy, it took hours for her, like literally from overnight to mo- to morning time before she changed and I think Shane was kind of sudden. So I think it all it just all depends. Yeah, Shane was quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. Shane was quick too. So I think it I don't I don't know. Maybe it has to do with I don't know. You know, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, like we talk about Shane, we're talking about Sebastian, we're talking about this dude. Maybe it has something to do with adrenaline, you know, because they were fighting or they were in in states of you know kind of like agitation maybe that has something to do with it Mm. i know we're just pulling strings but i mean if you think about it most of the people who turn very quickly they're in stages of fight even let me think sadiq well even when you look at the kingdom when the kingdom was fighting the um you know this is current in my brain um the whisperers and ezekiel and his men were out there and they were shooting them Mm-hmm. And they shot all of them except for him. Mm-hmm. And oh, the saviors. This yeah, the saviors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I'm combining. So it took different ones animated at different times. Mm-hmm. Now, they all didn't get up at the same time. Right. It was like I think one on the left side of the field, and then one on the right, and then one in the middle. And it was like a domino effect. Yeah. So I just wonder if that has anything to do with how long that happens, you know? Mm-hmm. But anyway, so yeah. They realize that the kids have been taken. Everybody's been taken, which I'm like, how, Kara, how do you know everybody's been taken? Just because they came for you? But I guess that would be the smart play, right? That would be the smart play. Okay, you know what? We're going to have to take all of these people because they're posing a threat to us. But now you done pissed Daryl off because you done took the kids. You done pissed Carol off because y'all done came after her. Y'all done took her ex-husband. Y'all tried to kill her best friend. So y'all got two pissed off people here. Mm-hmm. it's not going to end well it's nope, not. not at all and then not just the two pissed off people you have Pamela Milton in her office talking to I'm guessing the elite people of the commonwealth these are the people that stay on the other side that we have not seen yet and she's sitting there telling them she has you know these people are enemies of the state we have the situation handled blah 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 and then you hear Yumiko coming down the hall like, let me go. And this guy tries to hold her and she punches him in the face. I was like, see, you you piss at all our people off. Keep on underestimating them. That's all they're doing. And Pamela really thinks that she has Yumiko in a bind because as she tells her, she was like, look, yeah, I, I took your friend. I removed your friends from the Commonwealth. They are a threat. And this is what I need you to do. In order for you to be reunited with your friends, you are going to have to prosecute Eugene for my son's murder. And if you want to see your friends alive again, and also, oh, don't forget, we got your brother too. So if you want all this to be okay, if you want them to be safe, you have to do this thing. And Yumiko is pissed. She's like, I'm not about to prosecute my friend. But of course, she kind of sort of may not have a choice, at least at this point. Mm -hmm. And then when she walks out, Pamela gives this little smirk. I was like, you really think you got this woman in a bind? Have you not? Yeah. You really have not met Yumiko. I was just gonna say you never met her before. Mm-mm. You have not met. See, you're used to seeing the 
cleaned up version, the version that came into the Commonwealth and became, you know, slipped right back into her lawyer um, self. But you didn't pay attention and you never met the Yumiko that got there to the commonplace in the first place. You didn't meet the Yumiko that we met when she first came on with with Mm -hmm. her group and became part of our group. I was just looking at this thing like... Well, Pamela's unestimating everyone because by themselves, independently, they are strong. And then they're strong together. Oh, they're much but you're trying to pit like, oh, you know, you get to see your friends. They don't. She probably not worried about because she she knows. Yumiko knows. Okay, they probably wreck hit um hell on them somewhere, mm-hmm. and we're gonna mm-hmm. get back. We're gonna get this together. Mm-hmm. We'll come back together. Yeah, but let me tell y'all this. Um, so the the lady in the blue dress is Kayla's mother. I guess that was Sebastian's girlfriend when we first met his character. Mm. did y'all was it just me or was she so fake with her condolences on a personal note I just want to say how sorry I am about Sebastian she ain't giving no damn I'm glad my daughter away from that punk thank you yes that's kind of what I got too but she was like I can't imagine what you're going through I was like it's all it sounds like she's saying it with a smile yeah like it's so facetious she's patronizing lost your kid i'm so sorry mine is still alive i can only i can only imagine as a mother what you're going through and in the back of her mind man he deserved to die (laughs) about damn time that's why everybody was just standing around watching (laughs) right everybody just looked like "Mm." yeah so i'm I'm gonna have to put on my militant hat for just a little bit I know this ain't no black folks up in Pamela's office talking about. Did you, are you taking care of this? Living on the high life. I, that that was just that was just all I was gonna say about that. So anyway, <sighs> let's move on. Let's move on. Sips tea, huh? Sips <laughs> tea. Well, I have you know it ain't about to be no high life. I have coffee today. Ain't about to be no high life Negroes in the. Probably because the probably because the Negroes in there like we ain't finna follow up on this bullshit. Like yeah, no. Yeah, Merc- Mercer is probably the highest ranking person in that place, black person, and he the yeah. captain of the military. Mm-hmm. So he is probably the highest level that you can attain, right? There. But the the they, rest they, of them are not- probably like. No, we did something like this in the old world. We're not going to do this. Because right. we didn't see any at the party, did we? When they had that little um, fundraiser? Mercer? Not really. It was, like a, it was a couple of chocolate chips sprinkled in there. Couple. Oh, okay. Most of them oh. are people. Most of them was our people. Connie and uh, Kelly and I'm trying to think. Well, they were working. They weren't part of the elite. I'm talking about, was this? Well, yeah, you're right. You're right. They you're were right. working. You're right. But they were working anyway. I just thought I'd point that out, not necessarily because it may be discriminatory or on Pamela's part, but probably because they're like, uh uh-uh, uh, we ain't finna follow this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they is not just about to get in line. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They're like, no, we had enough of that prior to the fall, we're not about to do that again. Anyway, it was just something I just, I, I just happened to notice. Um, anyway. 
So you and the only people, I'm sorry, and the only people who have money is her friends. Because you got to think, even when there's a lottery, she picks the person. So basically, all the people who are a part of her life before, they're the ones with money. Mm-hmm. And you you know, she don't have that many chocolate friends in, in the past. So, yeah. Yeah, she probably doesn't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just saying. So anyway, we see Connie got a, got away for mm-hmm. for the moment anyway. Um, when Yumiko goes to speak to her brother to kind of say, okay, look, Pamela's taking my friends. This is what's going on. This is what she's threatening me to do. Her brother tries to talk her talk to her like, look, you may have to go ahead and prosecute him to save the rest of your to save the rest of your friends. It's, it's that whole, you know, sacrifice one for the many mentality. Mm-hmm. And again, Tommy has been in that community since the beginning. So he knows how things works there. So for him, he may not feel like there's any other alternative because he's never been around people like our people before. Mm -hmm. You know, he's part of that group. I mean, think about it. He was there almost, what, 10 years and they never even knew what he really was or who he really was in the outside world. So he's one of those people who's very good at kind of blending in Staying to the background, not starting any trouble because he didn't want to be found out. So he's just kind of like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to say I used to work in a bakery and I'm going to be done. I mean, what are they going to do? Check his references? Right. But I'm a little upset about that, though, because when people need help and knowing that you could be someone who can help someone and you just stand back like "Mm -mm, they'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. I kind of I don't like that, but I'm just saying. I don't need. I understand. To I understand why he was like. I just want a simpler life. But do you have this experience? And not a lot of people do have this experience. We need this. We need help. Yeah, but I I kind of understand his point too as well. Um, you know, because it's kind of like he knows what the Commonwealth is, and he probably did that at first just because. Okay, you know, I want to see what this place is about. Mm-hmm. And then once you see how the Commonwealth operates, he may not have wanted to be enslaved to them. Because if you think about it, that's kind of what they do to the people who who have the skills. It's kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, and it's just like this with everywhere. It was the same with the saviors. It was the same at the hospital. It's kind of like, oh, you have a certain skill set that we need. So you are now indisposable to us, but we're going to provide you with everything you need to survive. And so you have to do, it's kind of like the whole feeling obligated. Right. And he will will move up in statue though. He would have been at that fundraiser party. He was at the fundraiser party. He was in the, he was in the, Mm -hmm. oh, as just a baker. He was with Yumiko. Yeah. That was her date. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was her date. Okay, yep. no, I meant like by himself. Yeah. Okay, no. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it's it's kind of like, um, yes, it, it's one of those things where it's, you don't, you know, you have the skill to help someone, but at the same time, when you know people will use it as a way to control you, it's kind of like. It's that moral dilemma of who do I owe? I don't owe any of these people. I don't know any of these people. Should mm-hmm. I make? Should I make myself, you know, uh, c- controlled by them just to help other people? If you are in this type of world, I can understand that kind of mindset. Like, no, I don't want anybody to be to control me because then think about 
Dawn and the hospital and the way those doctors were. You had a doctor kill another doctor because he knew that that other doctor had higher value than him because of the type of experience he had. Mm-hmm. And so it was one of those things where she would have been like, oh, yeah, well, what do I need you for? I have another doctor. And it's one of those things where it's like in this world, you kind of have to weigh what's the better choice. And unfortunately, in this kind of world, there really isn't a right answer. There isn't a wrong answer. Like, I don't blame him for not stepping forward, but I kind of wish he would have, but I don't blame him for not. You know, it's just one of those things where it's kind of like, there is no right way. There is no wrong way because oh, no. he could be he could be helping people to the detriment of himself. Right. And that really could be and that really could be it. It could it may not even be the power struggle. It could be like just the way the world turned. You don't want to be involved in death anymore and you want a simpler life. Because mm-hmm. think about it. And yeah, you know, we don't, and we don't know like when he was in the real world, like. Maybe, you know, you have doctors that lose patients and they're like, I'm not doing this no more. Yeah, you walk you know? away. So we don't like, even know what prior to the fall, mm-hmm. we don't even know what his mindset was. Well, Remember, we know that was, he didn't want to be a doctor in the first right, place. And his parents was like mm-hmm. pushing him. You're going to be a and doctor, you're going to be a doctor. So we don't know what happened to where he's like, Number one, he already didn't want to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. And then oh. to say maybe he lost somebody, you know, something happened, something went wrong. And he's like, well, this, I didn't want to do it anyway. I mean, so think about a few world, episodes you know, ago. That was his out. Think about a few episodes ago. He lost a patient, and what did he do? He was drinking, drinking heavily. Oh yeah, so and he I was like, stop. yeah. So maybe he knew that if he got back into doctoring, that he would go back down that road again. He was like, you know what? I don't need it because it doesn't make him happy. And bakery baking does make him happy. Mm-hmm. However, it's still hard when you have a special skill set. I know. It is hard, though. It is. Because even Ezekiel came over and started a free clinic. Mm-hmm. You at least could have had the free clinic on the side. You still do bakery and, you know, throw some people some antibiotics on the side, you know. Some <laughs> but see, I think. <laughs> a free checkup in your, in your apartment. I think that worked for Ezekiel mainly because he is an outsider and yeah. people. You don't care. Like for him to do that and people to be able to come to him for that, I don't think that was such a hard thing. But for for a Commonwealth person to go to, let's say, a free clinic that Tommy may have been doing while he was baking, and they they would probably be like, "Wait, you live here? Why aren't you doing this more? Mm-hmm. You could be saving more people." And then you may have those people that go back to Pamela and say, "Hey, I know this guy works in a bakery, but you you get what I'm saying." Mm-hmm. And then Ezekiel flies under right. Anybody looking at him? Anybody paying no, attention? Nobody. Anybody, you know, he flies under nobody. the radar. So if he got a little free clinic with a couple of little supplies, it is not like you know the right. trolls are are like, oh, what's going on back in this zoo? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. To them, he. But if Tony is missing for hours at a time at a free clinic, they're gonna be like, okay, where, where's our doctor? Well, I think the other thing with that is with Tommy. You know, like I said, he's part of the Commonwealth. So if he's not contributing to the Commonwealth the way he's supposed to be, like if he he has these skills as a doctor that he could be contributing, he's not. People who are in the Commonwealth and who are following the system, they may look at him as someone who is taking advantage of it. And that's why they may turn on him. Ezekiel, on the other hand, he benefited from it. 
you know, he had his cancer removed and he's receiving treatments because somebody else was able to negotiate and get him in front of the line. So in his mind, he's like, okay, I have to pay this forward. And maybe the people, and again, the people that he's helping are people who were like him, who were kind of not that upper echelon of society because yes, we have the rich people over here, but you also have the people in the Commonwealth in the, the lower wars, as they call it, where you have the doctors, you have the um, the soldiers, you know, they all live in the nicer apartments and they get certain perks. They get paid more and stuff like that. Whereas the other people may live in the conditions that Daryl and the kids were in before he actually joined the Commonwealth soldiers. So these are people I think who would look at Ezekiel not as a person who was taking advantage, but as a person who, oh, okay, they helped and now he's helping us because in any other, um, you know, any other days or any other ways, we wouldn't be able to get the help from the Commonwealth. They would not, they would not pay attention to us. And unfortunately, I think if Tom, if Tommy was one of the doctors there, it would kind of sort of be the same situation because he would be so focused on doing what they have him doing there he wouldn't be looking to the smaller people. And I don't think that's by design. It probably just how it works that way. Because like you said, if he goes missing for a couple hours, especially he's being a doctor, you can guarantee Pamela probably has people watching all of those people. Right. To make all sure the that they aren't doing anything. So yeah, Ezekiel flying under the radar. She Pamela yeah. probably doesn't even really know who Ezekiel is. No. Right. Mm-mm. She couldn't even think about in the crowd. I've been with him. Like, hey, I'm Pamela. You know, she'll probably just be like, "Oh, that's one of the new people." But other than that, yeah, it's not like she had a. Yeah, it's not like she had a meet and greet with them. Oh, welcome to the Commonwealth. I'm the governor. Blah 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 blah. I mean, she didn't even know who Carol was when Carol brought her son to her. Mm -hmm. Her question was like, "Who are you?" Which that could have been by Carol's design, but at the same time, still, Pamela, you you didn't even know who Tyler was. You didn't know who one of your guards. You know who nobody was. Yeah. If you're not, no. if you're not in the higher ward or in the upper she's not paying ward, attention. She ain't paying no attention. Mm-mm. And or I, lawyer, that's going to be her downfall. Doctor, right. Somebody with a with a higher status, doctor, lawyer. Because hey, trust, had Yumiko not been a lawyer, she'd have been down with the rest. Of right. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't know who she was either. So she could. She gets the report. And the only reason she she know who uh. Connie and Kelly are because you know Connie took her down before the fall. So, <laughs> so that's yep. the only reason that she know who Connie is. She right. surprised Connie ass baby. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, it. Mm-hmm. But she don't know none of them other people. No, she don't even know Princess and Mercer took her. So like, right. It, it, she gets like, the reports. She gets the reports, and she's only looking at the ones that benefits her. So they probably have a star next to their name and what their career was, and that's it. Yeah. All those other names are like, oh, they're just a name on the list. Oh, that's our immigration list. But you know, all right. Talk about the baker who run a record store and the, the zoo, the petting zoo. She don't give shit about none of that. Nothing. Because have you ever seen her at the ice cream shop at the record store? No. In, in these places, she don't give no. No, she sent Max to get ice cream. Remember? Right. She right. doesn't need. So she ain't gonna know who nobody is. Which is I, I feel like that's gonna that's gonna be her downfall. Now, unfortunately, because she has people who work for her who do, who did the intake and all that other stuff, they they can readily identify who our people are. Mm-hmm. So 
I guess in, in some sense, she really doesn't need to know who they are because she has she has lackeys who do that sort of thing for her. Mm-hmm. And then she can keep her hands clean. You know what I'm saying? She can her keep hands her hands clean. Oh, we already know this. Right. She gives her the order. Her hands are in everything. Right. Just like, okay, we already know. Lance is locked up at this point. So this person who was after Kelly, we already know that's Pamela's people. The people who came after Carol, the people who took Zeke and took Rosita and, and went after Daryl, those are Pamela's people. Lance is in, Lance is locked up right now. Yeah. So he and is him, currently off the table. His person got shot in the head and thrown in the room with him. Right. And they were all part, I call them the CIA. They were all part of the CIA. The Commonwealth Intelligence Agency. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like, now you really start thinking, okay, Pamela does know about more things than she lets go. Yeah. But she still don't know our people. So I, you know. Yeah. She's just... I, her underestimating our people, her not even paying attention, getting a chance to know them, whatever, looking at them like, oh, they're immigrants. I mean, that's what they call it. They call it immigration policy. Oh, they're immigrants. I'm not paying them any attention. That's going to end up being her downfall in the end. That's what's going to end up hurting her because you didn't take the time to find out who these people are. You just let a whole group, a whole community into your city and you trusted Lance to kind of, you know, fill them out and check into who they are and blah, blah, blah. But just like Tommy, our people could have lied. How, how are you going to check? There's no internet. And unless that person was a really, really prominent person like Connie was, Connie was a, a, a reporter. She, she was apparently a huge journalist. So you might find some background on Connie. You're not going to find background on Carol. Carol was a housewife. Or we, don't know what, we don't know or what Darryl, Carol no. did before. You know, Yumiko, yeah, they might have been able to get something. She was an attorney. But again, unless she handled like some really, really big national cases, you wouldn't find much about her either. Right. Depending on where she was in the country before that. So... It's not like you can go and do a thorough background check on these people. These people could have lied and told you anything. And that's going to be your downfall because you don't know who the people are that's within your walls. Anyway, we'll come back to Pamela. We'll come (laughs) back to her because we got to go to the other part. We got to get to the Carol Darrell stuff. Because again, here's where we say, don't underestimate Carol. Because when they put together a plan that they need to rescue their people they mention mercer as a person who can help them and then carol's like well there is one other person and of course they're talking about lance lance is locked up though so how are we going to get to them they don't care carol and daryl that we're Mm -hmm. talking about and they only have two guards down there in you know guarding lance which i guess under normal circumstances, that would have been sufficient. <laughs> but it's not enough. Carol that we're talking about. So that's for Carol and Daryl. Yeah, yeah, they quickly got, take out these got, two. Hell, remember these are the two that they were just chasing. Oh, it was Maggie, but Daryl and Maggie chasing through the streets. And how many? How many officers did you have then? And you still couldn't catch them. 
Them two people on police. You may as well just gave them the keys. Again, <laughs> they, they underestimated. But here go the key. Just go let them out. <laughs> right, right. So anyway, they do get the keys off of one of the guards and they, they come into Lance's um, cell. And um, to say that it's a mess is an understatement. There is blood and body parts everywhere. So uh, I guess Lance made a very good, uh, he did a very good job of chopping Calhoun up for Walker Sebastian. But it, has seemingly done something to his mind because when they come into the cell, they find him crouched and he's looking at his coin and he's twisting it and he's muttering to himself. And he's saying, there's always a path. There's always a path. There's always a path. And you have Walker Sebastian on the floor and he's actually chained to the floor. And I forgot about that uh, when I saw the last episode, there's actually a thing on the ground where they chain them to the floor. So I was like, how, how many people are y'all expecting to chain to <laughs> one spot? Because they had to have already been there, which is disturbing in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Like you have this big cell, but you feel the need to chain a person down. Now, whether it's a walker or a person doesn't matter. You feel the need to chain a person just to one spot. But anyway, so that's what they did to Sebastian to make sure, I guess, that he wouldn't get to Lance. But still, that can be unnerving for somebody. You're stuck in a you're stuck in a cell with a walker. What happens if that walker gets free? I mean, we know the chain is not going to break, but body parts come apart all the time that's on this show. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. If, if he really wanted to, he going to break that leg off to mm-hmm. get to mm-hmm. Right. So a chain is not a good deterrent for no walker. Right, right. And of course, at this point, Lance is not thinking that he can just take that machete and kill Sebastian because if he does that, then he's stuck in that hole forever or Pamela will come and kill him. And I think Lance likes being on the side of the living. So he's just sitting there, just kind of going through his motions. And even when Daryl picks him up and threatens him, He's kind of like they're lost in his own mind. It isn't until Carol speaks to him. And she was like, look, you can either tell us where our people are or we're going to kill you. And again, he's the only person in the Commonwealth, I feel, who has seen Carol for what she really is. And I think that scares him because he looks at her and he kind of clears up. And also, it's one of those things where he's like, okay, if anybody's going to get me out, it's going to be her. So let mm-hmm. me use this to my advantage. I think that's kind of what he did because he was like, I can show you. Like, I'm not going to tell you. I can show you. And they're like, what? We got to let you out? No, we don't want to let you out. But of course, they need to go find their people. They need to go find the kids. So they let him out. But he has an ankle monitor. And he was like, yeah, it'll go off as soon as I leave the cell. And Kara's like, your ass better be ready to run. He's like, before we leave, I need to do something. Now, we didn't know what he did until later on in the episode. But man, let me tell you, when we finally saw it, and I'm just going to put it here because Pamela gets a call. She's told that Lance has escaped and she walks into the cell and she looks and she looks towards where Lance was and she's upset. Then she looks towards where Sebastian is and you see her face change and she starts crying because Lance has literally 
kicked in Sebastian's head, flattened it like this thing mm-hmm. was like this. Pancakes. Brains everywhere. And that close-up that they did when they showed the coin, I was like, y'all, I didn't need that much detail. I did not need that much detail. <laughs> that shit looked gross. That shit looked gross. <laughs> it did. But the crazy thing is, she cried more over the death of Walker Sebastian than she did over actual Sebastian when he died. What does that Crazy. mean to you? Cuckoo. For Cocoa Puffs. Like, what was it she told? Um, She told Kayla's mother. She was like, well, Sebastian will always be with me. Apparently not, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she thought. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, you didn't even mourn over your actual son with this many tears. Like you had the watery eyes, you had the shaky voice, but you actually cried when you saw that this dead version of your son is gone. I was like, yeah, you ain't wrapped too tight. He was like uh, the governor with Penny. But like see, I, just, I think that was that little piece of your baby. And I understand that, but I think the difference for me with that is I really feel like the governor actually loved Penny and that was why he didn't want to let her go. That's true. He did love the Right. I feel like with, with this governor, with Pamela, I feel like, yes, she loved her son, but she was more concerned about her power, her legacy, her father's legacy and him fulfilling that than she was about the actual person. Because if you are a mother and you see the kind of bullshit that your son is doing, if you care about your child, you step in and you try to correct all of that. But I don't know, maybe she thought, okay, if he's going in politics, he's gonna need that that kind of nature. Maybe that's what she thought. But either way it goes, I never felt like she really cared about her son. Okay, so let's go back to before this all occurred. If we were in real life time, it, he would be the same, and their relationship mm-hmm. would be the same. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. he he would be the type that she would get a phone call that he had. Um, they found a dead girl in his car. And he's like, that wasn't me. I mean, we were drinking and I passed out. So I don't know. Somebody's trying to get us. And she's going to cover it up Mm -hmm. and all those things. So it doesn't even matter that we're in the Commonwealth and what we have with the um, Walkers again. Mm -hmm. That would be the type of parent she was always going to be. Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's the difference between her and like the governor governor. Mm-hmm. Because again, like I said, I feel like he loved his daughter and that's why he had a hard time letting go. Yeah, definitely. But, mm, well, Sebastian will no longer be with you. Rest in peace for the second time, Sebastian. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry your Walker son died. I, it's nothing like losing a Walker kid. I really hope, you know, that you're okay. So <laughs> <laughs> <No>, facetious. <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, they get Lance out and of course the alarm goes off. So here we are. We have some soldiers. They get into a firefight. Now, what ends up happening is Daryl stays behind to kind of give Carol and Lance some time to get out because again, he's thinking about the kids and their people. We need to get them. Mm -hmm. We can't get to them if all of us get shot or if all of us get caught. 
So you two go and do this and I will buy us some time. And you see, Carol doesn't want to leave him behind. But again, I mean, this ain't the first rodeo for them. Right. They know, okay, you know what? Sometimes you have to divide and conquer in order to get things accomplished. And we got to go find these kids. We got to go find our people so we can come back and whoop this bitch's ass. (laughs) She got to die. I'm telling you. Pamela is just, she's going to be the bitch to me for the rest of this season because that's what she's like clearly showing herself to be. Mm-hmm. And you get to, and, and you see that a little bit more. She has this, she has this press conference where she's announcing to people that Yumiko is going to um, prosecute Eugene. And one of the things that oh, you find did. out after Yumiko and Connie meet, Connie wants to go and follow the guy who was following her because she stabbed him in the leg. She knew he was going to come to the hospital, so she followed him. Yumiko just happened to be there, and that's how they met up. So Yumiko is like, okay, I'll go follow him, see where he goes, see if I can find our friends, because Kelly is also one of the people that were taken. So basically everybody has been taken at this point, you know, and um Yumiko is walking through the square following this guy. And I'm sitting here looking at her like, Yumiko, there's a reason why you're a lawyer and not a spy. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't the most obvious person. Obvious. You walking around like this. And then when he turns around, when he kind of appears and sees her and she looks at him, she starts looking again. But then when she walks past him, she just goes, and she keeps walking i'm like if you wanted to play that off you should have still been looking like you were looking for somebody so anyway yeah pamela sent him because when she gets to the press conference pamela makes this smart ass remark so how was your walk in the square today i was like you bitch (laughs) i'm telling y'all she she's the she's gonna be the bitch for the rest of this season i i feel like it she's gonna be the bitch but anyway, Yumiko gets up there and she she gives this speech. And the speech starts off nice enough. You know, she talks about how, um, you know, she was part of a community that was kind of struggling and she got to the Commonwealth and she was given this position and how she's thankful. And, you know, she she gives this little thank you to her brother you know, basically for, you know, always wanting the best for her and stuff. And I, at that point when she did that, I was like, yeah, she she's about to she's about to turn. She's about to turn. Yep. She so loves she, him though. Mm-hmm. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. But <laughs> I gotta do me. And that's when she announces. And, and it's so fun. Oh, this is what I think also prompted her. So as she, her and Pamela are going back and forth, having these little sarcastic exchange, and Pamela gives her the speech that she's supposed to say word for word. She's walking past and the the um, guard who is standing next to Pamela gets a report about Dixon, Pelletier and Hornsby all escaping. And Yumiko hears that. And I think in her mind that signals, okay, they are trying to do something. Mm-hmm. You know, because again, if Daryl and Carol are out, oh, you know what? Yeah, all we got to do is yeah. just go 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 find them and we'll be good. We'll be good. So I think when she hears that, that kind of makes up her mind like, okay, you know what? Yep, this is what I'm about to do. So she 
announces, you know, my intent to defend Eugene Porter against the false allegations. He's an innocent man. He's being set up, blah, blah, blah. And we look forward to our day in court. And she walks off and she looks at Pamela. She was like, here's your speech and throws it on the floor and walks out. I was like, I love it. I love our people. So satisfying. Yes. I love our people. Like you, Pamela you is look, sitting there you looking like you put over a barrel. Right. Because she's looking like, I can't believe she did this. And in front of everybody. And did. In and front of everybody. Place. Your little fancy people who was in your office this morning were on the front seat looking like uh, the audacity. Shock and awe. Shock and awe. But you know what? Y'all knew Yumiko wasn't with the shits when she came into the office, punched the guard, and was like, you need to say goodbye to your guests. Yumiko wasn't with the shits then. She ain't mm-hmm. with the shits now. But you know what it is? They always know, no matter what community we're at, no matter where we are, they always underestimate them. Oh. No matter what. It don't matter. You mm-hmm. see the appearance of these people like, oh, they ain't nothing. You don't realize what everybody done been through. And you what they have done. Mm-hmm. And what they have done. Like you don't that. realize. So you thinking you just going to run over and tell me what to do and I'm going to conform. They wouldn't conform to Negan. Like he done bashed people's head and you think they conforming to you? Right. You're okay. Okay. But again, she doesn't really know all of that. Nope. No, I'm just saying we know as 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 viewers like Yeah. Yeah, they're they not going for that. Right. I don't give a damn what you dangle in front of them. You know what? Every time an episode ends, that's all I can think in my head is like, they don't know what they're fucking, they with. fucking with. They don't know what they're fucking with. And this group, you can't put them in a the corner either. Nope. Don't fuck with their kids. And don't fuck with them. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, kids is probably number one on the list. Once you start fucking with them, you got to die. They like, burn you do not see down. all these uncles and aunties that these children have. Who have raised them? They done had Judas since she Carl ripped her out of her mama's stomach. Do you think they're gonna let something happen to her? You done kidnapped her? No, no. She another person who been there since episode season one. Technically <laughs> 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 speaking, yes. Yeah, she was there. She was there. She was there. But yeah, anyway, let's go back to let's go back to the Lance and Carol and Daryl stuff because this is the biggest thing that's going on in this episode for me. So of course, Carol and, and Lance, they get outside the wall, and Lance is like the way he starts talking in this episode, it's almost like you really want to think that he was faking the whole thing that he was doing like yeah he may have been traumatized for a little bit but you're outside now and you are going right back to the same old thing mm-hmm. you same know old. and 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 trying to be sympathetic but manipulative at the same time i really like, hope he makes it i really hope dixon really makes hope it out makes it. you were right to leave him behind first of all you don't talk to Carol. never say that to her because when he that is the wrong that, thing to say. and she pulled that gun up, I was like, Lance, you about to get shot in the face. You talking about Daryl. You talking about Daryl. Really hope he makes it out. 
But then it made me mad because you're talking to her like you're smarter than she is. And I don't like that. Again, I still underestimating her. He knows her, but he's still underestimating her because, you know, and and he's he's right. He was like, who else? He was like, you're smarter than most people give you credit for. Who else could have come in and done what you did? So why the fuck are you talking to her like she an idiot? Right. And like, you're going to convince her to change or do something. I didn't like, I didn't care for it because I'm like, dude, no. This is not going to work. In any way, shape, or form. Right. So anyway, they go into this under underground, I guess it's like some kind of cavern or something where, you know, there's there's walkers there. They're, they're in the dark. And it's weird because when you get down there and, you know, as they're walking, they see, I guess, walker skin on on something there. And I was like, wait. Like a spider web. Right. Like, who did this? There had to have been a person who did that. Who took off a walker skin and just threw it to the side. Alpha. This is what... I think, honestly, if Alpha had come across the Commonwealth, she wouldn't have lasted because they would have been like, oh, it's Oh, this is what you do. Okay, yeah, let's just kill all y'all and be done with it. I'll, the whispers wouldn't have fared well against the Commonwealth. Mm-mm. They wouldn't have. But as they're down there, now here's the thing: you're supposed to be hiding from these soldiers. You see that there's Walker skin right there, so you know there are walkers around. Lance, shut the fuck up! Why are you talking so much? <laughs> Why are you talking so much? It's almost like he wanted to be caught. Or like he, but, like he was trying to get the walkers to come so that Karen would have to fight them, which they that's ended up doing because the walkers came. They got him first. They grabbed his ankle. He's struggling. Then Carol has to struggle. He manages to get away. Now, I will say this. He sat there. He grabbed the flashlight. He was he was holding it on her so she could see what she was doing. So yes, thank you for that. But still, you could have kept. You I don't think so. I, that's not what I got from that. Because when she dropped the fa- flashlight before he picked it up, she's struggling with a walker. Where he at? He ain't tried to push it or nothing. That's and what I was once thinking. Once the flashlight picked up, he up here shining the light down on her. Oh, I, I figured you had no. Like you ain't help. You thought that walker was gonna get me in your ass was gonna get a body. Last and that's the way I word. Yeah, he that's what I coward. thought too. He is a coward, yeah, but he was trying to get. He he thought Carol was going to die. He didn't think she was probably. Mm-hmm. Yep, but again, underestimating. Underestimating. You better put on that because when once she got the flashlight back and he shined the light, she looking at him like motherfucker. Right. Now here's the interesting thing. So. I think we're going to go ahead and finish talking about them just to get it out the way. So when they get out and he's talking about where they can go to find their friends, they get cornered by some Commonwealth soldiers, you know, and these Commonwealth soldiers are about to radio back like, hey, go ahead and radio back to camp. Tell them that we found them, but that they resisted. And so we had to put them down. So they're about to kill Lance and Carol. Not knowing that Daryl has r- hitched a ride up under the jeep. 
Yeah, when he fell off that goddamn truck, I said, okay. MacGyver. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's what we doing? Okay, we holding on to the bottom of trucks. Hey, y'all not about to keep him from Carol. Absolutely not. Okay. So I guess if I needed to hold on to the bottom of the truck to get to my best friend, I, I, I'm, I, I, I'm going to do it. Especially when when she was left with that snarky little shit. Mm-hmm. And Daryl already doesn't like Lance. No, nope, he all. wants to kill him. So at all. He's just like, oh no, let me go on ahead and handle this. And of course, when you hear, oh yeah, tell them we had to put them down. Daryl's like, oh no, hell you ain't. He gets off the Jeep, he shoots them all. And then, you know, they they ask Lance, okay, look, so what are we doing? How are we doing this? That's when Lance mentions that there's a motherfucking train in the Commonwealth. A train. A train. And they're like, a train? He was like, yeah, it's it's part of the bigger plan of the Commonwealth, you know, to expand. I'ma say it again. You cannot tell me that the CRM is not gonna be involved in this some way, somehow. I realize we're getting to the end of the series. I realize that. But you know, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, especially with the fact that we have a Daryl spinoff, we have a Rick and Michonne spinoff coming in, we have the, the Maggie and Megan spinoff. We may be done with the main show, but I don't think we are done seeing most of our characters. We may see them in other iterations. We may see them, some of them may pop up in some of these um, spinoffs. There probably will be other spinoffs later down the line, but something tells me that they are just ending this particular story and there's a bigger picture out there. And you cannot tell me, especially you have a working train. You talk about expanding and you the, the CRM has got to be involved in some way. Again, right. I've said it before, you cannot have a community of 50,000 people and not and and not be on the CRM's radar. Maybe well, the CRM is looking at them like, okay, they're they're not big enough to threaten us. Maybe it's because they're in a whole other part of the country. Like we know, the CRM was mostly up in the north of the country. They're up in New York. They're in uh, Omaha. They're in Portland. They're not really south. So maybe they're just kind of like, oh, okay, we'll just kind of keep an eye on them and see what's going on and again like i said maybe maybe lance was a spy i think casey and i talked about this way back maybe lance is a spy or maybe lance has some kind of connection to them and is just kind of like playing both sides but you can't tell me that there is something more going on because the commonwealth cannot be that well resourced without outside help there is no way there's no what would they what outside source would they need? And they like, because even the CRM wasn't using money, not real money. They weren't using money, they, but to have a fully working and staffed hospital with antibiotics and medicines and supplies. Yeah, because uh, CRM had all the scientists. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and they don't scavenge that much in the Commonwealth. Not that we see. No, they got. So they have to be getting clothes. that from outside. Mm-hmm. They have to be. Hmm. So yeah, they have I, some spies inside. They have some spies inside the wall. The CRM. Mm-hmm. Oh, they absolutely. do. 
They do. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where Max getting her fresh wigs from, too. <laughs> and the two out the two the double matching outfits. Let me tell you, I um when after I posted the last episode, we were talking about the wigs. Um someone from the Squawking Dead podcast was listening to the episode and they commented, they were like, I'm hollering about y'all's wig conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But I mean, like I said, gotta be coming from somewhere. Somewhere. But I will say this too. People were saying um as far as Carol and Daryl in this scene when when Daryl shows up and he kind of saves them when they were looking at each other you know the Carol shippers they were like okay they totally should have kissed right there those of us who don't ship them I was like but that should have been a hug that should have been a oh my god I'm glad you're all right right but there's still apparently there's still some kind of tension between them I need y'all to hurry up and fix that shit I need y'all to be completely on par with each other and 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 fix this shit. That was probably one of the things that was going to be resolved in their show. I, I, no, they got to resolve that before we end this. You, you know how many things need to be for, how, how long is the final episode? An hour. It's, so it's a whole lot of things going to be resolved. Yeah. It's supposed <laughs> to be like an hour and 20 minutes with commercials. They got to come out swinging in that final episode oh like absolutely. they don't have no space to let nothing go right right we're gonna see though anyway carry on carry anyway so yeah like i said they find out that there's a train and that this is how they're gonna find their people and that's when daryl gives last the heads up that oh, okay this is how we gonna find our people you're not going with us right this is like but how are you gonna how are you gonna find them without me? What are you gonna do? And Daryl was like, Well, you just told us there's a train. That's all we gotta do is follow the train. I mean, it's not like it's 50 million trains and we don't know which one to follow. That's right? one, it's one train. Right. We we should be able to do that easily enough. You know, we got enough. We, we, got, two, we got two brain cells that, that rub together and we, mm-hmm. we we can get this done. And without you. Right. And he's just sitting there like, but what am I supposed to do? I, I, I can't survive. What am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to go? And Carol's like, you can run. <laughs> She's just looking at him like, you can go. You ain't got to stay here. What is it? You ain't got to go home, but you got to get you the, hell, get the hell out of And then he says, run where? We don't care. I mean, somewhere. Go to the poppy farm. Live your best life high. Or something. I just you're not finna be around us. We're letting you have freedom. Right. I mean, right. Like, we don't trust you. That goddamn right. We help you escape your sale. We got right. what we needed. And we're giving you an opportunity mm-hmm. to run. To run. To go anywhere where you are not gonna be a captive, where you're not gonna be threatened. Just go somewhere. I mean, I'm sure a man like you has resources. You know, I'm sure you've been communicating with people outside of the Commonwealth. Go find some of them. You're a resourceful guy. Well, hell, he killed. I mean, Pamela killed his right hand man. What, sure. You know, that's a good question. That's a good question. Where is she? That's a good question. I don't know. 
don't know. Maybe maybe she got killed and they thought she wasn't worth whatever it was. Like, oh yeah, let's let's get Calhoun to I don't know. Cause I feel like if she was captured by Pamela people, she probably would have met the same fate because Absolutely. of the fact that, that she was part of the reason that Se- Sebastian ended up dead. They mm-hmm. could be saving her for something else. Maybe they, maybe Pamela decided, oh, okay, that's going to be Sebastian's second meal. And now he'll never get to have it. Or they maybe oh, don't know she was involved. I, I, I seriously doubt that. Because literally anytime you saw Shira, Calhoun was around. And if you think about it, when, when Eugene made that big stink about Stephanie, not Stephanie becoming missing, mm-hmm. he literally gave them the description of Calhoun. So anybody, like I said, yeah. I think Pamela knew more than she was letting on when it came to Lance and his activities. So she probably knows some of the people who are on Lance's payroll. Yeah, definitely. She had to, because other than that, how would they have gotten Calhoun? Either she knew or somebody in Lance's, uh, you know, Lance's group is not as loyal. And they were like, hey, so let me tell you about the two people who killed all the workers, you know? But anyway, Lance, you know, he's upset, but he turns around and he starts doing this slow walk. And I was like, the mosey. I already knew. I was like, yeah, he finna turn around and try to do something. And he gonna end up with a foot in his ass. Well, he walked past the Jeep. He grabbed a gun and turned around and didn't end up with a foot in his ass, but an arrow to the neck. Carol is quick on the draw and she shoots Lance in the neck. And she told you to run. She told you to run. Yes, I told you to run. Yeah, right. Like, you're going to stop underestimating us. And I bet you as soon as he started doing that slow walk, you know, they showed us that camera shot of Carol's face. And then they went back to walk Lance in that slow walk. I'm sure as soon as he turned around and kept on walking, Carol was already ready. Hell yeah. Just in case. She Hell was. Yeah. If I went back to look and she had the arrow already in her bow. So she was just. Ah. She already knew. I mean, you know him. You knew he wasn't just going to run. He's going to do something. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to so go out without a bang. I'm going to try to get you. Right. You don't, y'all don't see the vision? You, you don't see it? You don't see what this could be? Somebody has to take the take the what what does it take? The the void that's coming? Somebody needs Oh yeah. Because that's the other thing he was trying to talk to Carol about. Okay, so what's going to happen to the Commonwealth after Pamela falls? He was trying to get her to say she was going to be the leader of the Commonwealth. And you know what? Now that I sit here and think about it, that's probably that's probably where they're going to leave her character and why she's not going to be in the spinoff. They're probably going to make her the leader of the Commonwealth. Mm. or somewhere in that i don't know mm. if i i don't know if i see carol being an actual like an actual leader leader i don't know if she would want that responsibility over all no. those people but unless she, she did it with ezekiel remember she ran the kingdom it was her and him you know and yeah. ezekiel is talking about staying behind he ain't leaving so you know what? That that's my headcanon now f- until the the finale. Carolyn and Zeke are gonna leave the comment. Okay, yeah, I can do with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that like is that. acceptable. I like that. 
I like that. Yep, I'm looking at it in the background. You're right. She does have an arrow in the bow. Yeah, it's already there. But she didn't have an arrow in the bow when they first started this scene. So at some point while they're talking, she done reached up. She's like, oh, let me get ready for this motherfucker. Because I already know what he's about to do. He on bullshit. Right. He's full of pride. He's going to turn around. He's going to try to shoot us. He's going to try to do something. So Because he's a backstabber. Mm -hmm. But here's my question. Him being easy and just... Oh, y'all got me. Okay, okay, okay. I'm all right. But here's my question. Yeah, you grabbing that gun and you turn around, but there's two of them, two of the best fighters in our group. What did you really think you were going to accomplish there? What did you you really think you were going to accomplish? If you get one. That's what he um, thought. He was going to get Daryl. He thought he was going to get Daryl. But instead, instead, he got a neck tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> they put it right here. So, yeah, she shoots him in the neck. He falls. They walk past him. Carol just kind of looks at him. They get in the Jeep and they take off. And he's sitting in there drowning in his own blood. Gurgling and shit. And I was yeah. like... They don't even kill him so he won't be a walker. They're like, nah, he's going to be a walker. Right. <laughs> right. I'll let you that means no respect. They have no None. respect for him. None. None. They're like, nah, you're going to be a walker. Not am bit. And, you know, at first when but I was you know looking That's at that, I was like, I was like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of upset. Because I feel like there was so much more they could have done with the character, but at the same time, we don't need nobody else to die. And you got a habit of of doing some... Yeah, no. I was like, okay, I think I'm good with him being dead. Absolutely. He should have died with mm-hmm. him. Definitely. But the funny thing is... He should have died when he did Eugene the way he did Eugene. Mm-hmm. I said it. I said it. You know that man was a virgin, and you had this fake <laughs> Stephanie go and steal this man's virginity, and then snatched her away. So he heartbroken, running through the goddamn convoy. That was you devastating. Made, you made him burn his manuscript. Yeah, you deserve that. Yeah, he did. But um, the the funny thing about this though is that we went to the camp a few weeks ago. And both Tail Rap Olsen and uh, Josh were there. And it's so weird because they play these asshole characters on the show and they are the nicest guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like funny. And funny. Yes, it was. It, it was just. It's so jarring sometimes when you when you look at these people. And of course, we know they're acting, so we know they're probably not like this in real life, but when you see them being complete polar opposites mm-hmm. to the people that they portray, it's just one of those things where it's just like, I don't even know how you do it. Like, how do you how do you get so good at playing an asshole? <laughs> being around them. Uh, yeah. But um, at the end of the episode, we kind of see, um, you know, there's a bus and there's a lot of people and there's Commonwealth soldiers. And what they've done is they're they're drugging the people. And we see like they, they show us a camera shot through one of the burlap sacks that's on their heads. And this King Ezekiel, and he's kind of looking around and he's panicking. And then they inject something in his neck 
and he passes out. And then the last shot we see is of a caravan. And it's basically several army trucks. There's a bus and it's taking all of these people somewhere. So I'm assuming all of our people are on this, this bus. I didn't see dog, however, and Daryl said that they even took dog. Yeah, I, was took like, the dog. I said, I said the writers must have known. People were like, where the fuck is dog? Because we've been asking about dog for like, where is he? So apparently they took dog too. What they did with him, I don't know, but I don't think he was on the bus. <laughs> he he may be with the kids. He may be with the kids. Ah, you know what? Because I don't think, because everybody who was on the bus, it looked like they were adults. Right. And that would have made sense anyway for them to separate the adults and the kids. Because if you have the kids on the bus with the adults, the adults may, I would say they may feel a little more emboldened to try to escape to save the kids. But if you don't know where the kids are, you're going to be more likely to do what you're told in order to ensure their safety since you're not there physically to protect them. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. They just, they better not touch a hair on the children on their heads. But the other thing is um, we don't know where Maggie is because the last time she said she was going to Hilltop. So I'm wondering, did she get away before all of this happened or not? We don't know. And then I'm still sitting here like, okay, so we know Jerry is gone. Aaron is gone. Elijah, Lydia, those mm-hmm. those four are gone. We don't know where. Okay, we know Rosita was taken, but we don't know about Gabriel because remember, Gabriel wasn't in the apartment with Rosita. Nope. So I'm assuming that he had Coco and that they were supposed to meet wherever they were supposed to meet. So I don't know if that was where Dara was is where they were all supposed to meet. Again, they're out in the open and it's kind of like, the Commonwealth and Pamela would have known they were there. So I don't know why they would have still been planning to meet there. I don't know. There, there's a, that's a little bit murky for me. Yeah. Cause it made it seem like they didn't know that they were enemies of the state and they were planning on just leaving. Cause she told them they could leave mm-hmm. and they were getting all their things together to leave. But they but, said their goodbyes. Uh-uh, and they but were- they, the announcement was being made while they were in the church hiding Eugene. Because that was one of the reasons why they were kind of being secretive as far as how they were trying to get in and out. Because Yeah, and I thought dealing with Eugene, but I'm thinking I'm trying to help out this situation. I'm thinking they didn't hear the announcement. They heard it. They heard it. Because I, I think even that they wasn't, they wasn't hiding. They, I mean, they walking around. Right. I guess they were like, okay, well, we already told you we don't have nothing to do with it. And then I guess may, maybe they figured they were, okay, Maybe they figured they were safer because of the fact that at this point, Eugene is in custody. Right. So it's not like, oh, we're hiding him. So maybe that's why they were kind of like, okay, you know what? We're going to leave. Maybe even to give it that, I don't know, give it that uh, that appearance like, okay, yeah, y'all got him. We're going to go ahead and go. Because remember, they were sneaking out. And if they snuck out, they, the same way they got Lance out, they could have snuck back in and got mm-hmm. Eugene out. Because yeah. he still had to go through the whole trial. So it was mm-hmm. still, he was basically safe where he was for the moment. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if we can get the kids out, get the kids to a safe place, we can then figure out how to get back in here. Okay. And get yeah. Eugene. Mm-hmm. Right. And they were enemies of the state at that point because, again, they couldn't find Eugene. So they're like, they must be holding him. Mm-hmm. But now he's in right. custody. They all thinking, okay, everyone is straight. They're not looking right. for Eugene. They got right. Eugene. Right. Right. 
Mm. Okay. Well, I, I, I do know that if you look at the promo for next week, we do see Ezekiel, you do see Kelly um, being taken somewhere with the rest of them. And I, I'm just like, there, there's a lot going on in, in the promo for next week. Mm -hmm. We see that uh, apparently Herschel has been taken. Uh, you know, Maggie is not taken or I, I don't know how that works because again this is promo so we don't we don't know exactly what the what the situation is but I'm just like okay if y'all took Herschel and it looks like from the from the way it looked it looked like kind of like a flashback or a memory like Maggie was there they were trying to take her and they took him so if this is what y'all decided to do if this is what y'all woke up and decided to do separate Maggie from Herschel just like y'all separated the rest but you actually forced Herschel out of his mother's arms. I can tell you right now, Maggie is not with the shits. Period. Last put his hands on Herschel and she had all of Hilltop about ready to shoot on all the Commonwealth soldiers. Yeah. So you've already made an enemy out of Carol and Daryl. Now you're about to add Maggie to the mix. Pamela needs to count her days because they are coming for that ass. Mm -mm. And I'm here for it. You know, people don't play about their kids. Like that's, that's just the whole thing. You want to leverage different things and I'm going to use this against you. You can use whatever you want in the world. But when you start using these people, children, they right. give no fucks at that point. I don't give a shit what you got. I don't care what army you got. I don't care none of that. You have taken my child. So this takes precedent over whatever you got going on. But y'all always want to threaten. Remember what happened with, um, um, what's his name? Sebastian threatening their kids just to go into the house to get the, get the money. Like, yep. quit fucking with these people, kids. Like, that's the main, that, look, that's the thing. Fear fucking with these kids. That's what it should be called. Because every time somebody <laughs> threatens the kids, that's the end of you. That is the end of you. You may not get it right then. But oh, but you're going to get it. It's coming. Quit fucking with these people, kids. I'm telling you, and I don't know what it's going to take for Pamela to be like, okay, you know what? These people are not the ones to fuck with. Maybe right. once she realizes that Lance is dead, like y'all saved him and then killed him. Oh, y'all really don't give a shit. So I don't know. Maybe that's what it's going to be. But I can tell you now, like, like Rick said, they fucking with the wrong people. They are. Did we get an F-bomb in this episode? I don't think we did. I don't think so. Mm -mm. Okay. I thought we were going to get an F-bomb in every single episode. <laughs> but, um, okay, so now we're down to four, four episodes. Ooh. <laughs> I got a lot to wrap up. They do. They do. That's why I kind of like what you said earlier about is just wrapping up this part of the story mm -hmm. and the story continues. It's just that we just won't see any more of it. Mm -hmm. Or we may we may see it or in parts other, of it. Yeah, yeah, we may see it in other shows because or hear about it. Yeah. 
Cause, cause mm-hmm. I don't think these three spinoffs that's coming out this year, or excuse me, next year, I don't think those are the only spinoffs that we're gonna have. Because from no. what I understand, they they mm-hmm. have TWDU content planned for through at least twenty twenty five. So again, we may still see some of these characters in other properties, um, and then just like you know, Casey and I talked. We really want to see what happened to the kids in the world beyond. Mm-hmm. And those and think, those kids are getting ready. To- going, I think they're going to, they have to, they gave us those three spinoffs because the questions would have been, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm sure there may be maybe more that we don't know about. But of course, people ask the main what's going on with Rick and Michonne y'all can't kill off Daryl so what mm-hmm. happens you know mm-hmm. so we, we know we and Maggie and um and Negan mm-hmm. you know those characters you can't just leave there's still so much of their story left mm-hmm. so I know we'll get those but I'm sure there are other things that are going to spin off because unless you plan on killing everybody you're going to mm-hmm. have questions because you left World Beyond way too open ended you know, you have you have some of them going to Portland to warn them about the CRM. You have the ones that remain behind in um, New York sh- still trying to work on a cure. That's too open-ended for the way that story is. Then you give us that huge mid-scene credit at the end of World Beyond with the scientist in France who dies and reanimates and is kind of sort of aware of, of what, sh- you know, mm-hmm. what's happened, you know. And like I said, there's too much stuff for them to wrap up here that I don't feel like they're going to do it. And I think it's going to lead into other things. Now, I still have no idea why they decided to end the show as opposed to doing a 12th season. I don't think that's actually been made public. I don't know why. We just know that it was it was a surprise to the cast, too. Oh, was it? Yeah, that the 11th season was going to be the last. Yeah, a lot of them said they were shocked. Because they could have kept going and slowly... The main characters that you know we have grown to love can venture out, but we still have this world. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we could have went into okay, who takes over the Commonwealth once they kill Pam? Right, right, right. So and it what may happen in one of the other shows they'll reference. Oh, remember back when we was in the Commonwealth? Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yep, it can be absolutely. I mean, because you have to. Un- we know that there's other survivors in other places, so we could have just start pulling from pulling mm-hmm. from them. Um, we didn't definitely need to end it. So yeah. Um, so like I said, Money? I think I think this is just the end for The Walking Dead as far as the the flagship show. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna get a lot more spinoffs that deal with some of these characters and then venturing out into the world mm-hmm. because we've only seen a small portion of the United States. I like the fact that they're going to France for Daryl's because we haven't really seen what this has been like in other countries, except for Mexico with fear of the walking dead, but you know, Mexico and you know, and the States we're all on the same continent. So it's very highly likely that whatever's happened in one place is going to happen in another because we are connected. You know, our borders are connected. So it's not like Mexico is across the sea and, oh, maybe this is only contained to the United States. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to explain that like, oh yeah, that's the reason why Mexico has it, but we don't know 
if the other continents are dealing with the same thing. It could be that they were like, oh, so this is what's going on over there in the States. Yeah, we don't give a fuck about them anyway. We're going to let them deal with that because there are a lot of countries that, I mean, let's face it, they really don't care about the United States. So they could have been like, oh. Especially now that the world done failed. Mm-hmm. So they're probably like, oh, superpower no more. Oh, yeah, we're going to let y'all sit over there and deal with that. We're going to live our happy lives over here. Y'all have no plans. Y'all can't bring none of your people over here. We're going to be good. And, and the rest of the world could be living their jolly life, no walkers, nothing. But we don't know that, except for that little mid-scene credit at the end of World Beyond. Now, we know at least in France, they are having that issue, and chances are, They're dealing with it. if it's in France, it's in the rest of Europe. And we, I mean, we don't know. So again... I think we'll see some of these characters in other properties. It may not be next year because they already have three spinoffs coming next year. It may be in 2024, maybe in 2025. I don't think that we've seen the last of a lot of these characters. And then let's be honest, I wouldn't mind seeing something about Judith and RJ and, and, and the kids. Because y'all not going to kill all these babies. Some some of these kids may end up not making it. I mean, we have seen kid deaths on this show. So it wouldn't be surprising. But I seriously don't think they're going to kill like Judith or RJ. Mm-hmm. I mean, because what, what's the whole point in having a Rick and Michonne show? If, kill if, if they're going to eventually come back and find out that one or both of their kids are dead, like why would you sit? Though, why would you want to introduce us to those characters having that heartbreak? I don't think it's going to happen. So yeah, I th- I think they'll be okay. Um, but there's there's a lot, and and again, they just they just reintroduce these variant walkers, and I think there's a reason for them doing that. That may go beyond the scope of the show. Here's they the have other to be thing. in other episodes. So yes yesterday day before yesterday i'm flipping through youtube because sometimes when i don't want to watch like a whole episode of something i just go to youtube and watch various clips i talk about doing this all the time i'm always doing a youtube deep dive so i come across the webisodes from fear the walking dead and the walking dead and they and somebody put them all together in one video so Mm. instead of watching a two-minute clip here a two-minute clip there you get to watch the whole thing. So I saw the one that was the origin of the bicycle girl, the bicycle girl zombie that Rick um, comes across in the park. Mm-hmm. I saw the origin for her. Now, here was the interesting thing about that one. Have you ever seen that one? It's like a mother and her two children. They are in an accident and they end up going to her ex-husband's house to try to figure out this zombie thing because this is where this is kind of like the jumping off point of all of the walkers. So what happens is the husband has a new wife and they show her walking down the street and she's trying to figure out what's going on. And she sees a car that has been in an accident. And I think the person who was in the accident was somebody that she knew was like her daughter or somebody. And the person is laying on the street dead and she's trying to give them CPR to wake them up. And she doesn't realize that the person reanimates her eyes open at the same time that this woman goes down to give this thing mouth to mouth resuscitation. So, of course, she, you know, she gets bit. She starts, you know, getting attacked, screaming, whatever, whatever. Then a few minutes later, the ex-husband hears somebody walk into his house. And he goes out with his gun and he's looking and he sees blood on the floor. And he's like, I have a gun. 
you know, I'm not afraid to use this. Show yourself. And he turns around and the, this walker is coming through the house. His wife, as a walker, went back to her house. Mm. So I was like, there's more about these variant walkers that we just didn't really pay attention because I know a lot of people didn't see the webisodes or they didn't see, I think what it was, it would be like in between commercial break, you would see right. these little bitty episodes. Right. But I was like, she went back to her house. And I don't think she was the only one in this episode that did. I think there was another, there was another walker that was kind of familiar or in the areas. I don't remember, but I was like, oh, so if they could do that before. And again, the there were walkers who were um who were running. Like she was trying to get away from rockers. They started chasing her. So I was like, yeah, they for them to reintroduce the variants at this point, they're going to continue on with that story in some way. They have to. They have to. So I don't know. I Like I said, I, I don't feel like they're done. Even, even once they get done with these four episodes. Nope. I mean, there, there are so many different spinoff ideas that they could do um i still would like to see father gabriel and aaron do something together i i would like to see what ezekiel is going to do if carol is going to lead the lead the commonwealth i would love to see that but i'm just i'm not going to speculate i'm just going to be patient and see how this season plays out see what this series finale is going to be which we casey and i will get to watch with hundreds of other people Yes. In LA, and they just released the guest list as far as the stars that, that are gonna be there. And then they say also quote unquote special guests. You know what special guests yeah, I'm we already for. know. We already know. She just wants to deny there. And since they are done now with press tours for Black Panther, she should be there. She she could be there. I would also like to see Andy Lincoln. And I would like to see Chandler there because his name wasn't on the list, but he was a big part of this show. So I would like to see them there. But yeah, so we have a week. I'm so excited. Hey, wait. I'm so excited. I wait. (sighs) Okay. Four episodes left. Um, I can't wait to talk about these episodes because I know they are going to be lit. I can't wait. But for this episode, do you guys have anything else to say aside from rest in peace Lance (laughs) and Um, Pamela we coming for you that's it all right well that's it for our show you can find us online at www.fandomhybrid.com we are on social media on Facebook Instagram and Twitter at Fandom Hybrid we have a YouTube channel that you can watch our videos we have a Discord channel that you can communicate with us And we are on all major podcast streaming platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you join the conversation next time.